<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Right, all right, all right. Okay, see, hey, you don't come on here and get me muted now. Get my live taken down. Like, I'm trying to... <laughs> oh, what? I've never had my live taken down before. Okay. You say, you say okay. so. I'll make sure uh, not my live, no. My page be... Under all kind of reviews, but <laughs> I, understand. I understand. But thank you for joining me today. I'm excited. It's, it's been a long talk. Once again, everybody kind of get on me because um, I tell them to, I'm gonna have you on my show, and they be like, "When you have me on my show, I'm like, you're gonna come on my show. Don't rush a good thing. It will come around." Yeah. So okay, <laughs> okay. Have you been able? Once again, thank you. Once again. Thank you. Good afternoon. What's up? You know, I know you you up and rolling. This may be a little earlier for some folks, you know, but I do appreciate you making time for me today. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's a little early, but uh, it's all good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Have you listened to the makings of you before? No. It's okay then. Okay, it's okay. I don't. Oh, that's you. I, I do not stress about it. Just get ready. Um, these are usually the same questions I ask all my guests when they come on the show. It's just a line of about 30, 35 questions. And all about, you know, they're open-ended. Um, if you feel comfortable asking, I mean, answering them, you're more than welcome. Um, if you feel uncomfortable, you can pass. If you don't, I don't know is an answer, okay? Um, okay. So, but it's really you. This is the makings of Samara. What, what would you like okay. to go by today? Tonight? What, what would you like me to call you today? T, Tamira, either one of those is fine. Okay, okay. And what is yeah. it? T, Tam, Tamara? Is it, yeah. T, Tam, Tamara, yes. Okay. Because you could either call me T, Tam, or Tamira, which is my good name. All right, all right. Well, I think I got a stalker, so let me not. You know, just call me something. Get it together. Get it together. Mm. Mm. What's up, Toya? Hey. We about to get started in a second. So, while you doing? Why you doing your homework? This is gonna be a good listening. You're you're hearing one of my episodes live right now. We're gonna get to know Tamara. So, let's go. Um, the joy of children laughing. These are makings of you. It is true. The making. Give it a second. Boom. 
And what's up, good people? It is your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. And we are here with you all this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever you're listening to this, with the making of Tamara. Tamara, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I met Tamara um, through TikTok, you know, um, chopping up, you know, the antics, the the great conversations, the point of view, and I think you may be my third interview from TikTok, but I do appreciate you taking time for us today. You know, we, I, once again, like I say, I was going to have you on, and here we go. Now, I'm here, and I'm okay. ready to go. Okay. Okay. She haven't listened to the show yet, y'all. So, okay. We just I'm nervous, man. Don't be nervous. No, Don't be nervous. Let's like, like, I'm going to no. let you know. Just in case, you might just grab some tissues. Sometimes some people need them, some people don't. Well, we about to get into it. Listen, I just put my eyelashes on. They ain't on that well. Don't make me cry, okay? Okay, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> See, how do you define yourself? What do you go by? What, what do you identify as? That's the best question. What do I identify as? Yes. What do you identify as? A, a, a woman? Okay. Once again, he's open any questions. Uh, Whatever you say, that's your answer. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I identify as, as as a as a black woman. Okay. How would you describe yeah. yourself? I would describe myself as someone who is um who has grown pretty good at circumventing this thing called life. Mm. I'll say that. Hi, King. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I would, I would say that. I like it. I like it. How would you describe your culture? Dope. <laughs> uh, I, I identify with all things black, brown, uh, tan, and um, yeah, culture is dope. Uh, I would describe it as, as one of a kind, as um, often emulated, but not well. What do you belong to? What do I belong to? What do I belong to? Uh, let me sit in that for a minute. Um, um, for those that are joining my live now, sorry, hey, I'm not going to be saying hey a whole lot, um, but hey to y'all. I'm doing a, a, a podcast interview. I appreciate you for stopping in and taking a listen. Um, what do I belong to? Um, what do I belong to? I that's hard. That's really hard. That's hard. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say that I belong to anything, and yet belong simultaneously to everything. Mm. Yeah, I want to say that I, I. I don't belong to anything because, um, you know, as an energetic. Uh, as an energetic spirit, mm-hmm. I can 
energy belong to anything. It can't really belong to anything. And yet, energy is what makes everything move. So simultaneously, belong to everything. Absolutely understand. Okay, okay. So, what is your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. I'm sure your birthday will be here in the uh, next couple months, I see. Yes, January 11th. Oh, okay, okay. I'm cool with most Capricorns. Y'all don't cause me any issues. Y'all usually make me laugh. What's your sign? Oh, I'm a Leo. Oh, God. I think I knew that. Okay. I love to hate Leos and hate to love Leos. I know, right? That's that's on you though. Y'all got to work that out. We just try to love everybody. No. See, that's really that's very much Leo energy. It's not for us to figure out. It's for you to figure out why we are the way that we are. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I see more people need to have that energy. But hey, it ain't about me. It's about you. This is the makings of Tamara. So hey, whatever yes, you want to call it, I'm listening. I'm here. Okay. This is your thing, right here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. How would you define your childhood and upbringing? The very first thing that came to my mind was Battlefield. Mm. <laughs> but I want to say, um, yeah, Battlefield, Learning Ground. Um, my childhood was. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I uh, grew, I was born to my mother, and I'm not going to say her name because, again, I got to stop her. Um, but I was born to my mama, and uh, my mama uh, is quadruple, and she was one of the first natural-born quadruplets in our area. And um, one girl, three boys. And uh, my grandmother, uh, by the time she had the quad, she was 23. And by the time she had the quad, she had 18. And then uh, she rounded that total out with 10 before she was 30. She had her first at 13. I'm just giving a little background to help understand why I felt my life childhood was a battlefield. Um, she struggled with the mental health side. Um, and she wasn't so kind to her children. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, and then I came along. And my mother was not prepared. Uh, in the mentally, emotionally, in any of the leaves um, for me. And so probably the first thing that she said was um, she wanted to kill me. And that was early. That was push! (laughs) It was at that moment. And so I went into foster care um, pretty immediately. And then I was returned back to her. And um, and then uh, she 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 threw me off a bridge twice. Um, she was, you know, in general, just kind of not there. When she was there, she she wasn't there, and but most of the time she just wasn't there. And that's just mommy stuff, and that's that's 
going with, yeah, my uh, my childhood was a learning ground. Well, first and foremost, thank you for sharing with us. You know that is a lot. Um, it was most will come on, but you know this is your story, this is your experience, and taking time and sharing. Mm -hmm. That's just question number five right here. So we got a lot more to go. Mm -hmm. but thank you, seriously. Um, and the next question I'll follow up with. What were the roles of your caregivers coming up? Um, so I had many. Um, you know, again, my my mom um, not really being able to step into her role as a mother um, completely, and um, and um, and I and I want to add this caveat um, about my mother because I love my mother. Despite it, I at 43 years old, I am completely aware that her childhood and the traumas that she suffered and her mental health state did not and could not and would not ever allow her to be whatever um, um, whatever my idea of motherhood was supposed to look like. So I don't want I'm, I'm, I want to share my story, but without. Um, throwing her under the bus. Because when you have mental health issues, sometimes there's not much you can do, you know. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, she was inconsistent. And, and then I had other family members who stepped up as caregivers. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, I suffered abuse at their hands also, either physical or sexual. And um, then uh, I was in a group home for a bit, a few foster homes. Caregivers, at that point, uh, you know, group homes, I feel like they can be of good use, but not all the time. Um, there were definitely some caring um, counselors, but uh, for the most part, it was just like storing people until they <laughs> came of age and could be transitioned from the foster care system. So, um, you know, throughout my time, uh, my adolescence, uh, people came up who cared. But for the most part, um, I just kind of raised myself. I was the caretaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and once again, thank you for sharing again. And that's a particular question. Once again, this is the makings of you. And, you know, you've been vulnerable with us, opened up with us. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for listening or viewing. Um, but, yeah, I, I, we could, we going to talk more about this if you feel comfortable in the future on a different episode. Because when I tell you, okay. this is, I like, thank you. Well, I would say that again, thank you. Um, do you have any siblings? So I do. I have one sibling with my mother, um, a brother, and I just discovered my dad in that side of the family in 2013. I found him on Facebook, um, and I have seven siblings on my dad's side. Wow. Yeah. Talking yeah. with him. Okay. I know you may be trying to build those connections. I, I, I can relate. 
I am building those connections and you know, not so much with, with him uh, a whole lot, but I'm definitely grateful for my siblings and the opportunities that I have to, to really get to know them. Thank you, Tamara. How do you mm -hmm. feel about your education in life so far? Um, so one thing that I do credit my mother with academically is that she gave me a really good start. Now, she didn't have a, the greatest education, um, but what she had, she gave to me. So before I started kindergarten, I could write my name. Um, I could, um, I, I knew, well, they call them now sight words. I knew my sight words. Um, you know, I knew my ABCs, I could um, count to 100, I could do some simple addition. Like, she really, you know, she hooked me up in that area. So I've always been ahead of the class because of that foundation she gave me. Um, and I was always a very avid reader, which also was very helpful. Um, I... Um, I used to beat myself up because, uh, you know, in middle school, I, I went to a college prep high school. I was always like in the gate classes, and but I didn't have any interest in going to college. And I used to beat myself up about that, about mm -hmm. not having gone um, to college and finishing class, so on and so forth. But um, but I'm settled because it doesn't make me any less articulate. It doesn't make me any less. Um, intelligent or or even book smart i just didn't have a desire um i when i used to work in the foster care field i went and i spoke um for a class a few times at uc berkeley and um, the professor was like listen if you ever just like ever decide that school is the thing you want to do like call me and i got you completely hooked up um, and that wasn't the first time I heard that, but I just wasn't interested. So, but I'm smart as fuck, um, and so yeah. <laughs> love it, love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, trust me, I'm struggling like that. Getting my masters, which ain't about me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> where do you consider home? Wherever I am, and I'm at peace and happy, um, whether alone or surrounded by people I care about, and honestly, that could change from day to day, because sometimes I don't feel like missing with folks, and I just want to be by myself, and wherever that happens to be is home, um, and uh and I, I like the idea of that because I really, I think I'm going to buy an RV soon. Mm. And I'm just going to drive places. And I'm, like that excites me a lot. Um, brick and mortar home does not excite me that much. I'm going to ride. Wow. Yeah, so I did see you post that. I did see you um, put a comment. Um, I think on one of my posts yes. I just want to get an RV. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, something I've seen on here on this application is a lot of people fixing up their RVs or fixing up vans or trucks to travel and live within. So, once again, that is a different way of living, a different um, culture, I would say. So, 
yeah. hell, you know, if you decide to do it, make sure, well, you know, I don't be here watching. I don't, I don't be here for the whole journey virtually. So do what you mm-hmm. do. I love it. Okay. So coming up, what chores? Did you have any chores in the household, in the homes that you were in? And what did they look like? Um, yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, my stories don't come without abuse. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if every question you ask, it's probably going to be attached to it. So, when I lived with my aunt for a few years, um, with my mom, I didn't necessarily have any designated chores. Um, and, you know, I was a lot younger than all that. With my aunt, um, when I came home from school, I had to take my school clothes off, I had to um, do my homework, and then um, whatever dishes were there, I needed to do those. I needed to um, make sure that the, the bathroom was clean. Um, and, um, and those were just, you know, day to day. And in the weekends, I had to clean the backyard to make sure that uh, you know, the leaves are swept and things of that nature. But, you know, if, if, God forbid, um, and I think that this is a lot of our experiences, so God forbid, like, I didn't clean something properly, you know, then I um, will not have the total experience for everyone. But if I didn't clean something properly, then I would have to, she would break me up. She would have taken everything out of all the cabinets. And maybe wash all the dishes, no matter what time of day it was. And generally be like two or three o'clock in the morning. So it benefited me to make sure that everything was clean properly all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> I've had it happen to me once before, well, maybe twice. It was something, yeah. you know, I, uh, uh, it was something that my grandparents used to say now. I, I joke with my cousins about it because, you know, I still try to play innocent even though I'm 35. Um, but my grandparents would say, do it right the first time or you have to lick the cat over it. I never understood. <laughs> I just know. Exactly. Like, that. what I be saying as an adult. I'm like, but basically, <laughs> it meant if you don't do something right the first time, you got to do the whole thing completely over again. And, like, from scratch. And it was ext- it was a certain way of discipline. Um, oh yeah, this is the podcast. We live right now, brother. How you doing, Trouble? Um, yeah. Um, and that was a question. That was the next question that you just answered was, how were you disciplined coming up if the chores are not done? But you, you, you've expressed several different ways already. So. Yeah. Once again, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no problem. Okay. What were and what are your beliefs? Regarding open in the question. <laughs> I mean it couldn't be more open. Um what are my beliefs? Um that's really it's that's a hard question. Um what are my beliefs? In terms of like spirituality, I believe that there is a source that is greater than I. Um, However, I don't believe that that source resides solely outside of myself. Um, And, um, you know, 
even using the oldest book in history as a tool, um, it doesn't support the idea that there's a source outside of self um, or and solely outside of self, shall I say. Um, but the, the thing that makes that question a little bit difficult is that beliefs change, you know, um, because I didn't necessarily believe what I believe now in terms of spirituality like five years ago. Um, that is a new belief system. Um, in terms of my belief of the world, we are going to hell in a handbasket. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Y'all. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, y'all. <laughs> oh, listen, you going too with gasoline draws on, okay? Don't exclude yourself. Don't, don't exclude yourself. Once again, it ain't about me. About Just because your beard game been on point lately, don't mean that you not. Okay. So anyway, that that's what I that's yeah so beliefs change you know in, in in everything and they can change from moment to moment really just depending on your life experiences you know so I, I had a belief system around health um until my daughter became ill at at, at 18 with congestive heart failure prior to that i knew that kids got sick i knew that you know things happened but then sometimes until things happen to you personally you know, you don't really, uh, you can't really identify with them. So her being sick and then having five strokes, that totally changed my belief system about right. health. Um, right. So belief systems change. Absolutely. That's why it's what were and what are. That's why I, I made sure to be specific with that question. But thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, give me three words that describe your community. Three words to describe my community. Um, hmm, my community. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it as the brown community. Um, Thank y'all for the light. Thank y'all for joining us. Strong. Strong. All right. Um, lost. Mm, lost. And found. And found. Hey, when we get done with this, I need you to go listen to the makings of me. So you'll see how how that correlates. Hey, okay. we're here for you. Thank you. Strong, Thank you. lost, and found. Three words to describe to community. Okay. If you could recommend a book, a television series, and a movie, what would you recommend? Ooh. Um. Shoot. book with the um it's autobiographic i don't know it her name is cupcake 
and I feel like that might be the name of her book. But um, ooh, Cupcake had a life. Uh, Cupcake Brand. Um, and I don't think that's the title of her book, but I cannot think of the title of her book. But her name is Cupcake Brown. She's an author. Cupcake Brown. Um, Cupcake Brown, like the color brown. Um, she has a, a piece cake. of cake. Is that the name of it? A piece of cake. A piece of cake. Okay. She has a dope story. It is. It's. It's filled with stuff. Uh, you're gonna have a range of emotions. Um, but, um, it is a story of, um, a real life human experience. It's a story of love, pain, um, abuse, um, triumph. Um, it's, it's a, it's a good book. Um, so that would be a book, a series, uh, A series would be well, y'all make sure to check that book out. Oh, what would a series? Um no. Um Good times. <laughs> Good times. Oh I live on <laughs> Okay. Old TV. And I feel like, uh, I mean, you know, good times are filled with all kinds of stuff. It makes you laugh. Sometimes it can make you cry. And just to see the, really the correlation of sometimes how things aren't that different mm. today in 2021 than they were then. Listen. So, yeah, I would, I would say good times. Um, and then a movie. Um, what was the movie? And thank y'all for the likes, by the way. Appreciate y'all. Beaches. And I just say, I say beaches like the original one, not even the one that they remade with Um, That was like my childhood movie. I loved Beaches with that nipple because I used to love that nipple. Beaches? Beaches, like the beach. Beaches. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look it up. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. And I think I'm no, I'm, I'm noticing a pattern <laughs> that I, I like things. Oh goodness, I kind of enjoy things that are rooted in pain. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, Interesting. at the end of it all, this is the making of Tamara. So what? Once again, it is. Know, these are no guided questions. This is just how you feel like feel like expression. You know, this is you. Okay. Um, it it is. Black is absolutely beautiful. And I'm seeing the beaches. We I gotta go see it. Um I mean the book and everybody's saying they're crying their eyes out. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, beaches is the movie, but you know, I think I'm learning some things about myself right now that I that I hadn't really paid attention to before. 
So welcome to everything uh, culture. That's what we do here. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right. My next question. If you can call three people, no matter who they are, where they at, you know, be, uh, with us on this realm or not, who would those three people be? I would call my grandmother. Uh, she's gone. She died before she was 50. She was a deliver. I would call my biological mama. And I would call my daughter. And uh, I would call them because uh, if given the opportunity to um, to heal that lineage of women in my life, mm. I would love to do that. So, my grandmother, my mother, and my daughter. <clears throat> I'm about to write this down. Uh, I know this is pretty impromptu. You know, you know, when I do the episode, you know, I'll be doing some polishing, you know, keeping this in, taking that out, yada yada yada. So it's this book I'm gonna send to, I'm this book I'm gonna send to you that I think you are gonna really appreciate it. Um, okay. Sorry, y'all. Thank y'all for the like. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hey, she dope. Hey, Stephanie trouble thank y'all for still being here you know i really this is a live episode of the makings of you tonight this afternoon this evening we're doing the making of camera so thank y'all for joining in appreciate y'all this is just a line of questions if y'all are interested in coming on the show you're more than welcome to do so you know we do zoom do tiktok we do ig you know, anywhere I can sit you down and have a conversation with you. Maybe you can call in in the future. But hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so, and thank you, Miss Lenny. Hey, the podcast enjoy you as well. So, hey, on to our next question. What was an impactful moment in your life? Impactful moment in my life. Um. Um, I would say the impactful moment in my life was, so when I had my son, I was, uh, I, I had my son six days before I turned 17. And, um, one of the reasons of having my son or wanting my son was to have someone that was going to love me always. That's what I told myself at 16. And the impactful moment came recently. Um, my kids are grown and musty and off doing their own thing. And they love me. 
but it's unrealistic to think that you can have anyone that's going to love you for always. So the impactful moment was realizing that the love that I chased, sought after, desired, actually lies inside of me in the most complete form, but because there are so many texts and bruises and things, it's been a bit of a maze and a challenge to get to that love. But what I'm looking for is right here. So the impactful moment was realizing that the possession I wanted to have over my children and over people that I thought belonged to me was unfair. Was unfair. Mm. So that was the most impactful moment. Thank you, Tamara. Ooh, you know what we like to call it on everything culture? Well, okay. <laughs> like, we appreciate you. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um... Wow, 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 wow. Um, if you had a theme song, what would it be? If I had a theme song, what would it be? Um, it should be easier for me as much as I listen to music. Um, it could be harder since you listen to music, you know? This is true because there's like a million songs in my head, but I'm gonna just give the first, <clears throat> excuse me, the first song that came to my head, and it's "Living My Life Like It's Golden" mm. by uh, Andy Scott. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, shout out to Jill Scott. Um, Jill, if you're listening to this as ever, I would love to have you on the show as well. You're more than welcome. Hey, in person, come, uh, in person, but we ain't talking about you right now, Jill. Listen, because this ain't. This is all things. This is the making of Tamara. That's uh, what we're here to do. Right. Sorry, 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 sorry. You know, you know, sorry, you know. <laughs> I've never done that before. I actually have, because somebody else said Jill's got like, I'm just saying. But okay. okay. Yeah. Do you listen to a podcast? I don't. I, you, you know should. what? I don't listen to very many podcasts, to be honest. You're missing out. It's okay. We'll yeah. get you. you know, but you can listen to this one, though. You got to go back and listen to this one. This is you. Um, okay. 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 I'm, I'm gonna go back and listen. I'm pro- okay. I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm probably not because I have a hard time listening to myself. I do. I have a hard time. I I was doing a podcast for a while. Really? Um, I was. It's called Manifest Healing Now, and I had um, a lot of women on the show and very much like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was dope for a moment, but I have a hard time listening to me. I enjoy listening to you. So, hey, you, you may need to continue to share your light because what you're saying right here, a lot of people need to hear. So, it's a lot of it's a lot of Tamaras out here in this world. There's only one Tamara. Okay, let's be clear about that. There's only one you. But there's a lot of yeah. individuals out here experience the same things you experience in life and your wisdom is needed. Absolutely. And I would say that right now. Absolutely. So, once again, thank you for being here. And thank you for sharing your voice and your story and your experiences and your perspective. Uh, I'm gonna say Thank that you. over and over again, but don't. Thank you. You don't like listening to yourself. I ain't trying to hear that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you define joy? Hmm. 
Joy, um, joy is to me. Joy is uh, joy is living in the present moment. Joy is realizing that nothing else in life matters except for whatever is happening in me. And um, that's that's um, how I identify with joy, as someone who um, oftentimes experiences anxiety. A lot of it came from thinking too much about the past or thinking too much about the future, both of which I cannot affect. <laughs> I can't change anything about either of those moments. Um, but what I can do, where I do have the most power, is in the now. Mm. And um, and there's really a lot of freedom, peace, and joy in the now, even when uh, it might not look that way. But living in the now ushers in a level of acceptance. And when you can accept, you're at peace. And when you're at peace, you have joy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So beautiful. So beautiful. Okay. What privileges do you benefit from? Uh, big girl privileges? Where? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Represent, okay. We see. You know what I'm talking about, but um, um, you know, so there are privileges, obviously and clearly, um, but um, I benefit from whatever privilege I want to benefit from. Um, and I say that because I don't want to benefit from privileges that don't belong to me. I don't want to, I don't want to benefit from things that I don't need, that I don't desire. Um, um, I benefit from the things that I seek out to do that serve me. So, um, I have whatever privilege I, I set out, whether it be pretty or whatever it might be. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That is maybe a little bit of a deep one. All right. In what areas in your life right now do you need to heal? Ooh. Just somewhat of a um, new question to this. You know, no. Let me try new stuff on me. Um, <laughs> what areas do I need to heal? Um, it's still love. It's still love, even with my uh, complete understanding of it uh, it's still uh, I still 
I still, you had I should have had tissue. I still long to be validated in this human experience. I still long for someone and it doesn't necessarily have to be in a romantic fashion although that'd be fun too um but for someone to see me just just me um and i say that i need to be healed from that because you know i still make whack-ass decisions sometimes based on on, on that and so um but I'm also in therapy every Monday, Shout out to sometimes therapy. two times a week. You know what I'm saying? So hey. I'm working through it. Hey, three things we support here with every sign culture. That's Jesus, therapy, and edible. Hey, you find hey, do what you wanted to do. <laughs> you need to find it, but you take care. And once again, you have love more than you know. Okay. You know, you were giving us love right here and being on this um, podcast or this experience right here. Um, hopefully the people out here um, will be able to hear you or who you are and see you for who you are as well. Um, you know, I can see I'm, uh, hey, my chat is saying, you know, good job, you know, top tier. It seems like you're getting the love over here. So we greatly appreciate Thank you. you. I know I do. So, um and once again, this is something people need to hear. That you're, you're not the only one in this world, perhaps maybe feeling this way as well. But thank you, thank you. And welcome back, Carlissa, as well. But thank you. So, once again, if you don't know what we're doing here, this is the makings of Tamara. All right. This is the makings of T Tam Tamara on TikTok, if you can find her. Okay. And she got other platforms as well. But yes, we're on TikTok right now, having a great conversation with one another. So, Going into our next question. When did you realize you were different? Ooh. Baby. I knew I was different pretty early on. You know, when I used to um, go to school and I would be preaching about Jesus. Mm. I think I was like six or seven. And I would have, <laughs> I would have like People, I'll be in a circle of people and I'll be talking to them about Jesus. Because that's the other thing that mama gave me. My first scripture, John 3, 16. So that's a lovely girl that he gave me. Right. So my brother and I, we had to commit that to memory, like before we even understood what words were. Um, and um, I saw it was, it was, it was then. It was then that I knew I was different and, and in a weird way. It was then that I understood that um, that my human experience was about um, others healing. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Love it, love it. I love it. I don't know how y'all feel. I don't know how. How are you feeling, Tamara? How are you feeling? Um, I feel good. I I feel good. Um, I don't ever really have a problem like sharing my life and my experiences. Um, and so it's uh, I feel good. 
Okay. Not a lot of people hanging in on my end on the line. And a lot of people that are coming in are not people that follow me either. But I also, you're really good at what you do. So it feels more like a personal conversation with you than it, it does like being live. Because it is. You know, this is something that we share with people. But when I'm doing this right here, it's always personal. It's one on one. You know, I used to do this with, um, if you listen to the previous episodes, I used to do it like in groups, but I always felt it was important. But it's so much important when you have that one-on-one experience because a lot of people don't have conversations with other people like this. And don't get me started. That's what we miss it in this world. But don't get me on my, um, you know, this is my, um, what you call it? This is my table. This is my um, soapbox. soapbox. Yeah, this yeah. is my soapbox. But this is your episode right here. So thank you thank you thank you so much for sharing with us so the next question i have here is who do you respect um who do i respect anyone who wakes up every morning and decides to keep on keeping on with the keep on especially these days because it's getting rough out um I respect anyone who wakes up every day and commits to waking up the next day. Now, this is a very new question. This is something uh, I put in this morning, actually. And that is, what was your first fear? My first fear? First fear. My first fear. Um, my first fear was um. Love. Mm. Love. Let no one would love me. And you know, once again, you got you got your you got your appointment tomorrow. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> but uh, uh I you do. know you know, and I and I and I'm gonna tell her all about how you triggered me today. Hey, <laughs> but <laughs> tell her this is coming. In, but that's why um, <clears throat> on my website I'm updating. You know, I had on my previous website counselors and therapists and people you can find because we're talking about some deep things here. And these are things. Hey, tell her everything you how you feel because that's what you paying her for. Or well, you know, that's what she needed for. Okay, right. or he or she. <laughs> yeah. Um, Love you too, Miss Stephanie. Thank you. But. Yeah, and go show y'all go show her love, you know, because love comes. Yeah, one thing I I, I don't want to get on my whole spiel about. No, I mean, but, you know, it makes it an interactive conversation. Yeah, so and, and it is, and you're right, and you're right. Because, it doesn't take away from me. I'm dope. It's you know, dope. but and and you are, you are, you are dope. You are awesome. And when you mentioned earlier, love comes in so many different type of ways. And yeah. just hearing your experience in these past what 48 minutes right here. It's just, if you just knew how important and how needed you are, 
you how much you'll be able to accomplish because i'm hearing you sometimes you may take a step back on some things in life because of fear um and certain type of fear or that 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 fear of flying and that fear of acceptance and and you know well you don't know you 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 may feel you know it's how i feel because it's so unique when you said who um when you find out we realize you were different when you used to talk about jesus that's why i look at his love and it's so unique is like in the, the 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 perception of it and what it looks like in that sacrifice and what you're going through and what your experience is you know once again this is ain't about me at all but i've had some of those same fears those same hurts that and it's that's why i tell i just tell you go if you think I'm capping, what the young folks may say, go listen to my experience as well. Because we all are, and that's what I'm telling you, your experience is needed out here. You're important here in this world, okay? You are appreciated here in this world. You are loved here in this world. So, once again, thank you for being here with us, man. Thank you for being here with me. Because thank you. you know, it, it, this, is law, this is a lost art of communication. And that's, I agree. Mm-hmm. Genuine communication, I would say that. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, I'm gonna have to keep. I I hate to use you as the first person to get that question right there, (laughs) but it's needed. It's needed because once again, other people need to hear this. Um, You gotta buy me a drink, man. I got you. You know, that's one thing I can do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's jump to our next one. What are you responsible for? Me, 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 and just motherfucking me. Excuse my, sorry. Oh, trust me, you're absolutely <laughs> fine with that here. We, we've had a lot of growth in season one. I'm really becussing like a sailor out in the streets. Listen to season one, that's what I'm saying. We had a lot of growth. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm just it. responsible for me. Okay. That's it. Okay, responsible. That's it. I've wanted to be responsible for a lot of other things. But at the end of the day, I can't affect change on nothing and nobody else except me. So, I, you know, I did a lot of that especially the past few years. I'm under control, like, everything. All the experiences, life, death, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one day I was just like, that's not realistic, ma'am. And you have to kill yourself mm. trying to do that. So... Control your blood pressure. Like, can you do that? Mm. Can, can you do that? <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you manage that, when you perfect that, then let's talk about the other stuff. I had to have that conversation with self. And self was like, okay. And I was like, all right, then. Yeah. Hey, these are necessary conversations. I would say that for sure, for sure. Okay. If you could plan your biopic. <clears throat> Who that you know would be in your bio? Like, who would you want to be in your biopic, and who would play the characters in your biopic? Like, starting with you, who would play you in your biopic? Jill Scott, duh. Hello. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I just I love her. I love Jill Scott. Um, and I and I get referred to her a, a lot, so I, mean, I can see I'm, why. I'm looking for her to play Jill Scott. Uh, someone else said Jill Scott too. Um, thank you, Ms. Sheila. I wanted to tell you thank you, Lord. Um, are very kind. I appreciate you. Um, Miss Stephanie. 
I've never seen the same thing. Um, so Jill Scott surprised me. And um, what is her name? She play everybody, Mama. She would be my grandmother. Um, I see her face. Loretta Devine? I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> no, the one, she's bipolar. She talks about being bipolar. Jennifer. Jennifer. No, oh, you talking about Jennifer? Um, I just I love Celia Cruz. I know what Jennifer you talking about. The one that's on Blackish. She was on. She um, long. Yes. 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 She would play my auntie. She would be my grandmother. Um. And uh, and I don't know anybody else is going on this. Oh, my mama. Who would play my mama? Um, Jennifer Lewis. Maybe Jennifer Lewis should play my mama, actually. Because, yeah, I feel like that's happened. Jennifer Lewis should play my mama. Um, 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 Chris Brown could help play my son, probably, just because he likes him. Um, I don't know. Come on, give me two more people, and we'll move to the next. Okay, who would play my daughter? Um... Who would play my daughter? Uh, what's her name? Kiki. Kiki. Palmer. Her. Yes. She would play my daughter. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. You know, oh, this is my Okay. Because I was going to throw in some men, but that wouldn't be realistic. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you may be ready to volunteer my grandmother. Okay, okay, okay. All right, love it, love it. Thank you for sharing. All right, if you were wealthy beyond belief, you you ain't got to worry about money ever again, ever. The show, whatever you want, you can get, but you have to do one thing in life. What would that be? If I could be wealthy, okay, say that again. If you could be wealthy, I'm, I'm wealthy. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm wealthy, but you still have to have one career. They have to do one thing. What one career. Um, it would be. Um, it would be uh, helping people like me. It would be uh, either working like trying to talk to you because you know. People who are um, inhale for this is pretty cool. Thank you for this kind of coolism. Um, it would be uh, helping like former foster youth or women who have um, overcome traumas or who are trying to overcome traumas. Um, that's probably the thing that uh, I, I could do and do do for free. Like, so that would be the one thing that I could easily do and not think it's a job. And it's the thing that no matter what I I start out doing, I end up doing that. Like, even my vegan group on Facebook, like, it started out as a vegan group on Facebook. And then before I knew it, I was, like, inserting, um, you know, event sessions on Wednesdays and self-care stuff on Saturdays. Like, it's just innately in me. To want to see people grow and elevate 
sense. Pay attention what you're supposed to be doing out here. That's what I'm saying. But let's get back to the next question. When was the last time you cried? Just now. Like, and it's your fault. And I'm telling my therapist, Maybell, tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. So just so you know, at 11 o'clock on the West Coast time, which you're real familiar with because you own the West Coast time, at 11 o'clock a.m., I'm going to be talking to Miss Maybell and I'm going to tell her about how you made me cry on your podcast on TikTok for the whole world to see. Um. All right, next question. Tell your, uh, tell your therapist say it's all love. Tell her to make sure to go listen to everything culture. Tell me what, let me know what she thinks. You know, tell her how to let me. You know, uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> and, and tell her thank you for um, working with you too. Tell her that came from me. Okay, tell her she's okay. in the work that she's doing. Okay. Ooh, all right. This is one. This is another one of my favorite questions. Okay. Yes, thank you, Mister Grandma, Grandma Lindy. It's no shame in tears. She, because you don't know, I was crying too when she was crying. Um, but either way, um, <laughs> if you can go back in time and speak to your younger self, let me know what age and what would you tell yourself. So, there's a picture that came to mind. Um, it's a picture that I that was taken of me on my 12th birthday at the group home. I had on a lacy, big-shouldered dress. And one of the girls, Melinda, was standing next to me. And... There was candles on the cake, and I was crying. Melinda's hand was on my shoulder, and I was about to blow it out. And I'm crying. Maybe too. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's it's a Polaroid picture, and I used to do my hair, so my hair was a good dog. It was a mess. Um, and I was crying because my mother didn't come. And she promised that she would. And um, I would go back to 12 year old Tamira and tell her uh, that it's okay. I would tell her um, to let go right there. To let, go, to let those tears be uh, the beginning of that healing process. Otherwise, you will spend the rest of your adult life chasing that, which you will never get. Let go and accept the reality. Um, not that I would change my life. However, uh, chasing that from my mother um, put me on a different course than I think I would have been on 
had that not have been the case. Like a year or so later, I ended up running away and going to stay with my mom and refusing to leave. And that is when, like, shit keeps being for real. So, yeah, I would go back to 12 year old Tamir sitting at the table with Melinda and, and tell her to chill, cry, let it out. Well, 12 year old Tamara, listen. You. Um, probably not, cause forty three <laughs> year old to me don't listen. Okay, <laughs> forty three year old to me must have beat her own breath. Um, so she probably would not have listened. She probably would not have listened. So let me tell y'all something. Um, you know TikTok, y'all. I've been. Some people call me like, "Oh, I'm the CPS guy." And people done popped in. I'm like, "Oh, I'm that now." Okay, but man. That is like some of the hardest stuff to see. I've been that. I've been the caseworker. I, I see that parents don't show up to their kids' birthday party or visits, and they just the broken promises. And the reason the pillars we have for everything culture is um, respect, communication, and consistency. That consistency is because of that feeling right there. That consistency of in a respect of keeping your word. You know. Um, You'll be surprised how something so small and minute that you may have in your life, what you got going on, but it's so big in somebody else's life, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah that, that that resonate right when you was, when you told me with you, I already knew where this was going. <laughs> That's I was but thank you for sharing that. And once again, I tell people like being a social worker and one a person that care, you're going to have experiences like that. You know, you're going to see those type of things. And you're going to see the good stuff, too, but that those type of things happen in life. And as you can see, it still impacts people throughout life. Um, it, it, but. it does. And as a mother, and, you know, I'm a mother. So I now understand that, you know, as a mother, as a woman, my entire role um, in this life is uh, one to bring forth life and to nurture life and um you know it is a mother's love that foundation is built on and so when that is lacking you feel as though there's no foundation so you don't feel rooted in anything because that's missing um my kids know. I just had a talk with my 26-year-old son yesterday about his little relationship, whatever he saw himself doing right now in the world with women. Um, but what my kids know is that no matter what, no matter how much they might irritate me or whatever, I am the foundation in which they can always return back to if anything. They know that. My son knows that he can call me with Anything, and I do mean anything. When that's missing, you feel off balance. So I've spent the greater part of my life feeling off kilter and off balance because I didn't have a foundation that was rooted in anything. And I had been continuously chasing that. Um, So, yeah. Uh, 
I'm sorry. No, no. You don't be sorry for nothing. This is your episode. For real. You know, if y'all, okay. if you know, if somebody's trying to get to know you, they should listen to this. If they, if uh, all that superficial stuff we be doing all around, this is unique. This is genuine. So thank you. Thank you for the likes. Thank y'all for the comments. I see them all. I'm just, I'm focusing on my, my guest, you know, my other spirit that we have here, you know, other beings. So, um, but we're going to our next question. How do you relax? Um, so, um, kind of goes, it's interesting because it made me go back to your pre- one of your previous questions about belief and how they change. So, when I was younger, you know, one or, you know, something like that was what I used to relax. Now, um, I really enjoy that. <laughs> I'm really big on self-care. So I have like a ton of stuff for the tub. Um, you know, my salts, my you know, my smell goods, my scrub gloves and all that stuff. And you know, it does sometimes feel and feel that long. But I like to go in and uh, get in the water and I will be in the tub for like two hours at minimum. Um, my music going and you know I'll have my phone and I'll be TikToking and just relaxing. Um, sometimes I use um, um, to further get into that relaxation of EFT tapping. It's something that um, a therapist turned me on to like 10 years ago um, and because uh, I do experience you know, anxiety and things sometimes. So it really does help to relax and it's basically you tapping on your meridian points. So it calms your central nervous system. Um, and it's, I, I sometimes I use a, um, a guided uh, meditation to help me through it. And most of the time, I just, uh, I just tap on my own. Um, and it's great because it's something that you can do anytime, anywhere. Uh, and I've done it, and sometimes people be like, "Ugh, you okay?" Um, but it's really, it's weird the way that it it actually helps. But because you're actually tapping really on your meridian points, it really does um, calm the central nervous system. So you can be like in a serious, in the middle of a serious fight or flight moment, and begin to do this, and you can literally feel your body begin to relax. So bathing and tapping um, are two of the things that I do to just really get into a very relaxed state. Yeah, yeah I'm looking it up right now. And you hit out but yeah. almost this mother point, you know, you got one right here too. But uh, Yeah, <laughs> the, at this point and then uh, and I didn't want to take my hat off but that you end up here at the top of your head. Uh, you start here. You never go back to start after you start. You start here, and then um, here. So you do all of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, you do. Yes, yeah, you literally do all of them. Um, and um, and you end at the head. And then when you, if you're continuing the exercise, because maybe you're still, you know, your system is still um, on in a heightened state, then you start back at the eyebrow point, and you just go back over again, and you continue. 
and uh, you know what you can say for yourself. Um, a lot of times in the God's meditation, it is uh, you start off by acknowledging how you feel and giving yourself permission and space to feel what you feel. Um, because a lot of times, especially with people who experience anxiety, the because it can come on so sudden and so quickly, and it really kind of knocks you off that you want to like stop it. And as soon as you run into that, I need to stop it mode, it's when you go, oh shit, we about to turn up now. <laughs> so it ain't stopping. It's, it's going to get higher. So that through the tapping, exactly. That adrenaline so through the in. tapping and through talking to yourself, you're like, okay, listen, we feel how we feel. It's okay. Let's feel what you're feeling. And then after you give yourself permission to feel what you feel, then you say, well, what's driving this feeling? Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. What exactly has happened? You, and you're literally talking to yourself as you're tapping. What what happened to cause me to feel this way? And then you know you think, and you just you don't necessarily need to control your thoughts. You just allow your thoughts to develop however they're going to develop, and you allow whatever emotion comes as a result of those thought that thought process to to come. And then uh, usually you end with saying, "I felt what I felt." I know why I feel how I feel, or maybe I don't know why, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything is okay. And, yeah. uh, you know, usually you can get it, I, I tap for 10 to 15 minutes, and then I'm good. You know, uh, and T- uh, that's you know, T- people look into that. And that's E-S-P. E-S-P, that E as an egg. F as in Frank, T as in Tom. E F T yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right in front of me. Okay, thank you. So got five more questions. Great. Okay. <laughs> He's doing an awesome job. Because this is you. Can't do a bad job if you wanted to. Um my question Okay. What is a quote that you live by? Um, All things work together for the good. To them who love the Lord. of what working out looks like. Um, sometimes it, it requires you to uh, think outside of the box um, a little bit. Um, again, you know, my daughter just had five strokes and so anybody can be point. It's what is at all good about that. Um, however, like her tenacity and her strength has it healed me in many ways. Um, mm-hmm. She herself has experienced some healing through her own processes. 
Um, and so be open-minded to what um, that good is. Yes. Because it might not look the way you think it's supposed to look. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this is my favorite question of all time. And whoever, the people who listen, y'all know what's coming up. What is your favorite meal? Or what would be your last meal? If you could pick any meal, who, what would it be? And who would prepare it for you? Well, the who would prepare it for you is easy because I would prepare it myself. Mm. Because, one, I can cook. Okay. I buy receipts to, to provide for that one. And I tend to just like my own food anyway. Um what would I prepare? Um, I love Thai food. So mm-hmm. it would probably be some type of curry dish. Something. Um, I, I do a vegetable curry. That is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Or it would probably be that. Excuse me. Over some jasmine rice. And um, maybe with a vegetable spring roll or something. Look at you. Okay, we we get it. We get it. All right, all right. <laughs> what is your favorite holiday? Um, my favorite holiday has always been Christmas. Um, I don't know if I'm as holiday ish as I was when I when my babies were babies. It's just different when you grow and it's just you. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christmas was always my favorite holiday. Like I always did made it a big deal. And and personal holidays, birthdays. I I made my babies feel supremely special on their days. But um yeah. Christmas. Do you remember the favorite Christmas or birthday? Something you can look back on? your kids something it's like okay this looks like awesome um um for my my son he was talking to my friend about this the other day as part of his gift he's like uh he's like wrestling and so i (laughs) took him to i took him to um a match wwe match Oh um, man, you took him to the show. John Cena was at, and I brought, I brought him a belt. And when I say that, yeah, mom, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> his, his excitement for it was just off the, it was off the rich and scale. It was so funny. Um, hey, I still want me a belt. So that, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was probably the most, yeah, that was the most memorable because um, he he was too excited. He was very excited. Love it. Love it. Okay, we got two more questions. All right. How would you want people to remember you? Um, how would I want people to remember me? Uh, I would want people to remember me as um, someone who never gave up. Um, someone who had all reasons to, but never did. I, I would want them to remember me as someone who, um, 
cooler despite um, not having great examples of what love is. Um, Despite not having great examples of love solely through the human experience, because uh, I think we have a tendency to deduce love down to the human experience, and, and it's so much more than that. Um, which is why I think we keep missing it. I think we keep searching and missing it because we don't understand it in the purpose. We don't get how great it is and how it cannot at all be put in a box. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I'd like to be remembered for like being smart and articulate because I am. Um, you are. Yeah. Right. Thank you, thank you. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, everybody who's still been rocking with us for this whole hour and about twenty minutes, you know. Yeah. Hey, thank y'all. But last question we have, as far as the makings of Tamara, is what changes you want to see, and what changes are you making in your culture? <laughs> I want us to realize that we are not powerless. I think oftentimes we feel powerless and we feel as though we must succumb to the ideology in which the system was created under. I wish we would return back to what we once did and create our own system. I think that our fight is often misdirected because we want to change a system that was never designed for us to function successfully in, in the first place. And so because I believe that fight and that power is misdirected, it is almost like we are marking time. We're just standing still um, without any real forward movement, which is why in 2021, there's still a need to um to yell out into the crowd that my life matters. Who the hell doesn't know at this point in time that my life matters? The system is not created or designed to assist us. Um, and I talk a lot about those things on other social media platforms besides TikTok. TikTok, I came to TikTok because I wanted to have fun. I came to TikTok because 
the world was looking real ashy in 2020 and I was like, I just want to laugh. Like, I don't, you know, Facebook is heavy, Twitter is heavy, like every place else is heavy. And when I feel like dipping into the heavy, I go ahead and do that. But in TikTok, it's it's all cheeses, smiles, and thirst traps. That's that's Mm -hmm. all I got for TikTok. And TikTok will mute or ban you as soon as I bring up. Don't get me started. When I talk about my activism work, man, them the quickest videos to get removed. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> listen, that too, and I don't, and I just don't. I don't feel like that struggle. Like every every day, all my life, I got to fight. I don't, I don't feel like doing that. And I already get like banned for some of the weirdest stuff, even though you think that it's well deserved. Um, I won't say it's well know, deserved, but it's deserved at times. But hey, do your thing. Now it's not it's not equal across the board. I would say that you know, but they target you and a few other people for reasons. You know, you know those reasons. But we don't have to talk about them here. But exactly, we don't. <laughs> we don't because that's not part of the Tamira experience. So, um. I, I, once again, I agree. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I I, I see what's happening here. But <laughs> but I will say this: it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed every bit of this. Like I'm seeing, like some people have been here since the very first question, and I want to thank y'all too. Um, if thank anybody you. missed anything, hey, we're this will be live or back up on our Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere you can listen to find everything culture. It will be posted probably next two weeks, so y'all stay tuned um, and go listen to some other ones while you're there. But y'all got to wait a little bit for the full making of Tamara. But Tamara, if you're trying to be found, where can the people find you? Um so from a um personal perspective, I don't necessarily want to be found from a personal perspective. From a from a professional perspective, um you can find vegan soul sisters on Instagram. And that's um Vegan Soul Sisters is spelled S-I-S-T-U-H-S. Um, you can also find Vegan Soul Sisters on uh, Facebook. It is a community for women of color. You do not have to be vegan in order to join the group. We are just shy of 50,000 black women. Um, I also have a business wow. page on Facebook, but the group is where it's at. Right. Um, so yeah, you can you can give me you can give me a follow in either one of those places, and um, I got some cool vegan merch too. The link is in my back. Mm. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Vegan soul sisters. I'm nowhere near a vegan, but I support all my vegans out there, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you talk like again. You totally, in order to follow me or even to participate in the group, you do not have to be vegan. Um, one of the things that has been very lovely since the inception inception of the group is that um, probably the majority of women in the group are not fully vegan. However, they integrate a lot of vegan lifestyle um, choices into their lifestyle, which I am a big proponent for. I'm a big proponent for it. just eat more fucking vegetables. Maybe one day out of the week, don't have meat. Give your system a little bit of the break um, that it needs because your digestive that your digestive system is really where disease is spread. 
and you don't give your system a chance to take a break, then it is always in go mode, always in go mode, breaking shit down in here, which doesn't give it an opportunity to repair other things in your body. So um, for me, it isn't necessarily about veganism itself, because I'm going to be honest. I've had non-vegan dates um, that might include, you know, non-vegan stuff. But I'm like 90% vegan. Hey, but no, you know, hey, I'm trying, you know, I'm, I'm always for it. Um, once again, we could be talking more in the future, but but here, I wanna, we want to thank you from Everything Culture. Um, if you're looking to listen and check out Everything Culture, you can find us at Everything, T-H-A-N-G, Culture, um, on our website at www.everythingculture.com, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. We have a group as well. Uh, we have, we're on TikTok here. We're on Twitter at every THG culture. And hey, check us out. Tune us, support. You know, we love having our guests. We have, um, if you'd like to be a guest on Everything Culture, go to the website. Like, and, um, Tamara, oh my God, Tamara did. And I'm like, we're here. We, we love having conversations and she will be back. Oh, she will be back. You know, I'm telling you, I, it's so many different topics we can have her on and but we look forward. But this is the first step and it's the making for you and y'all just not listening to the making of Tamara. So I want to thank you all. Appreciate y'all. And God bless. Thank you.